0: In every area of my life, whenever that fear comes up where I'm questioning whether I can do something or not, or I'm you know I'm scared to do something. I know when I get that, that feeling in the stomach that that's exactly the direction I need to go. Like you feel that like almost like you're standing like on a balcony, you know 30 floors up and you get that gut feeling. and I've just learned to say yes to it every time. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. I am Pat McCauley. This week's episode, uh, a little different than normal. Uh, This was an episode uh, recorded for uh, a friend of mine, Casey Edwards' podcast. So I'm mostly being interviewed. Um, I thought it would be cool. I've gotten uh, some questions recently about sort of... Uh, routines and kind of tackling goals and um, meditation even and morning routines and things like that. And uh, instead of sort of blasting an episode out with that stuff, I cover a lot of it on this episode. So I thought it'd be cool to do. Um, And I thought this was just a awesome episode in general. Uh, But anyway, Casey, uh, her podcast is called I Can't Wait to Tell You. Um she's a uh life coach, uh meditation coach. She's an awesome wellness blog, uh originally from the South Shore of the Boston area. Um and just recently moved out. She's living in Denver now. Um but like I said a good friend of mine. Um and she's been a big part of kind of my process of getting into meditation, um and understanding sort of the law of attraction and some other cool stuff. So if you're not familiar with our podcast, I highly recommend you check it out. I'll leave a link uh, in the show notes that you can go to. Again, it's called I Can't Wait to Tell You uh, by Casey Edward. Um, so on this, yeah, we we talk um, kind of about my story for those that aren't totally familiar. Um, and then we kind of go into all different things from, um, you know, how I personally handle fear, how I approach Uh, Setting goals and knocking them down. Um, How I meditate, um, what kind of works for me, um, and a bunch of other stuff. So anyway, um, I will let the episode tell the tell the rest. Uh, So without further ado, this is me on. I can't wait to tell you with Casey Edward.
1: So today I'm here with Pat McCauley of the Eat Green, Make Green podcast, Instagram. He is an author, he's an entrepreneur, and as of most recently, he is opening the Rewild plant-based restaurant in the first vegan beer hall in America, correct? Arguably, yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is so cool, not just on the block, just arguably in America, so... Pat and I met a while ago when I was on his his podcast and ever since I've just been learning from him and he is such a good human and we've been friends ever since. So obviously when I started this podcast, he was the first person that I thought of to come on. This is my first in-person interview, which is very lovely. So without further ado, I will turn it over to Pat to introduce himself.
0: Yeah, first, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm fired up and I must say that when I had you on mine... I definitely learned a ton from that one in the whole, I know like you, uh, your first couple episodes have been about manifestation and things like that. And that was like just getting on my radar at that time. So like you definitely put that bug in my ear mm-hmm. for me to like really go after. Cool. And that's been a big, big part of like my life now, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. As you said, I'm working on opening rewild now, which, uh, Yeah, it's just all about making plant-based food approachable, fun um, for the people of Boston. And uh, I want to make it, you know, just convenient and fun to eat a little bit bit better for you and a little bit better for the planet. And that's the goal there. Um, And outside of that, yeah, doing my podcast and uh, talking to people like you and having fun doing it and um, just sharing the message of some of the things that I've learned that have, you know taken my health and life to the next level and you know things that I think information that I think everybody should have and deserves to have Mm -hmm. um it's up to them if they want to use it and you know uh live a certain way but everybody should have the choice I feel and and the knowledge yeah so that's kind of kind of what I'm up to right now awesome so
1: I know it might be hard to pinpoint exactly where your journey started or where all of this began, where your health journey began, but if you had to just go back to a time when maybe something changed or something started to happen and you knew that this was a turning point for you that led to where you are now, what would it be? What would it, What was it like?
0: It was definitely... Everything started to change for me, like my mindset around health mm-hmm. when... I just started drinking green smoothies, Mm. like that simple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it started, I I literally replaced, I was kind of at a point in my life where I felt like I was just working way too hard to maintain, Mm -hmm. you know, how I wanted to look. And I still couldn't really get to, you know, where I wanted to Mm -hmm. be from a health perspective and just was getting sick a lot. And, joint pain and all these sort of things wrong with my body that I thought were kind of just like ex-athlete getting old mm-hmm. sort of yeah. you know, <laughs> crap. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I just like, you know, it's kind of like the definition of insanity. How many times can I try like this high protein mm-hmm. thing and see no results, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> yeah. so, and, and now, and yeah. now I'm not like, You know this athlete you know working out four hours a day like Mm -hmm. i'm a person in the real world yes (laughs) and so cut that out and then you're like you know i was just looking for something different Mm -hmm. um and i don't know where sort of the the green smoothie idea came from Mm -hmm. just a thought that you know more fruits and vegetables you know nobody has ever told me is a bad thing yes (laughs) and uh it just started with that and i just for the first time really when I think back, it was the first time I ever had a meal mm. without animal products in it, like a real in and, 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 and on top of that, a meal full of raw whole plant foods, yeah. right uncooked, yeah. you know unprocessed, fruits about that. and vegetables yeah. never in my life wow, so that's
1: probably the same for me i've never thought about it like that yeah, interesting
0: yeah. it's crazy like like you like I might have had some like things by default, like yeah. some you know, I don't know, like breads or something. I don't know. (laughs) By default, they have PB&Js, right? But never had I had this just like rush to to the body of just, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables at all. And, uh, yeah, so I started. That's what kind of sparked my my whole journey and just noticing how I've always been pretty in tune with my body. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wasn't in tune with – the effect that certain foods had on me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess I never really experienced another level of feel good that, you know, a, you know, raw whole plant foods Mm -hmm. made me experience. I think a lot of people, and I was certainly stuck in that, Scenario where I just didn't know how good you could feel, you know, mm-hmm. and I, 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 people, until you experience it, you, you don't, you don't know how good you can feel. Yep. Um, so I always thought I was doing the right thing with the lean meats and all that. But um, yeah, that green smoothie just got me thinking differently. Started, I started experimenting and I wanted every time I ate, like I got such a high from that green smoothie mm-hmm. and things started working in my body, like digestion and yeah. just more energy and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, and I just started paying attention. If something didn't make me feel as good as that green smoothie, Mm -hmm. like I just cut it out, you know, and I had this sort of couple month long experiment. And when I stepped back, it was, you know, what made me feel good and Mm -hmm. what, you know, gave me the most energy and, you know, made me the best in the gym and the Mm -hmm. best on my runs and just the best person. Yeah. Was plant foods and then from there you know you just are in this space where you just feel freaking good Mm -hmm. and it led me to other things like like yoga like meditation just Mm -hmm. other it was sort of like a natural progression Mm -hmm. once you sort of I don't know I kind of describe it as like this ease that came over me where Mm -hmm. I was just like more at peace yeah like with myself and Mm -hmm. like in the world yeah and again, like if if like f- the four years ago, Pat heard myself saying mm-hmm. like peace and like at ease, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. he'd be like, "Dude, what the, what yeah. are you talking about?" Right. You know, yeah. Um. So, but that's what happens. Mm. Um. And it, yeah. Like so, I guess it started with the green smoothie, okay. and that's what. So the green smoothie was the gateway drug. The, was, <laughs> was the gateway drug to all all yeah. the all the amazing things I didn't know. Mm existed yeah so yeah.
1: if you had to say if you had to roughly estimate from the time where you started incorporating green smoothies to the time you went full you decided to go okay fully plant-based let's do this how long do you think of a progression that was a few months a few
0: yeah. weeks it years? was definitely a few months okay it was a few months until it was probably like one month mm-hmm. where i was hang, i was almost there and i was yep. hanging on to like cheese and eggs yep. you know eggs i was still like had this protein thought in my head that i needed eggs Mm -hmm. and then cheese like i was still having like the occasional pizza and like or like if a salad had cheese on it or things like that yeah um and then uh yeah i fully again just because i knew it didn't make me feel good Mm -hmm. um it was probably a a, a two two and a half month period Mm. uh 10 to 12 weeks yeah that's pretty And, quick. um, yeah, yeah. yeah, And, uh, yeah, it was obviously a learning process. Mm-hmm. Like when I was first doing it, like it was like a lot of chips and hummus and oh, like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I was still eating cereals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it was, yeah, I just didn't quite, you know, know the new foods mm-hmm. that I could, you know, eat and yeah. that I had access to, which yeah. I now know is thousands and thousands of plant foods and mm-hmm. way more options than I ever had right. previously. Um, but yeah. And then, so it was about, um, you know, 10 to 12 weeks mm-hmm. when I just went all in Yep. and then, uh, yeah, six months, about six months of following that mm-hmm. pretty, you know, for the most part, whole food plant-based, mm-hmm. um, just things started going away in my body yeah. that, you know, that I had since I was a small kid, Mm -hmm. um, allergies, asthma, skin problems, you know, yeah. like I had an inhaler my entire life. Mm -hmm. I had an EpiPen. I, you know, I had just always lived with that since I was small and, uh, it just goes away. And Mm -hmm. at that point, it's just like, I guess sort of when that happened to me was like the massive shift in like what I wanted to spend my time doing in life. Yeah. And again, with that thought that, you know, I, I felt like I was robbed of that information mm-hmm. for, you know, twenty four, twenty five 25 years yep. of my life. Yeah. The That's fact right. that the people I trusted most, mm-hmm. um, you know, doctors, coaches, parents, yep. uh, nutritionists that I had access to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That... When I had a problem, it was never deal with the cause, you know, it it had never had anything to do with my lifestyle. Nobody even, nobody even hinted at the fact that that was a possibility. Right. It was always just. An
1: addition rather than taking away or changing something like, oh, we'll do this or take this.
0: Yeah. It it was always just a, hey, you got asthma, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, here's your, here's your two inhalers that you need to take, you Mm -hmm. know, in the morning and at night and bring it to practice. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, you have, you know, like, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. X, whatever on your skin. Here's yeah. here's this cream. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, you know, you're really badly allergic to cats. Mm. You know, you need this EpiPen in case, like, yeah. your your airways start closing next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Here's what's wrong. Here's the thing to treat it. Yeah. You know, keep doing your thing. Right. And, yeah, so when I made the connection to the fact that what I was eating mm-hmm. and how I was living yeah. directly caused those issues mm-hmm. and nobody that I had put my trust in mm-hmm. my entire life gave me that information. Yeah. And again, like probably the majority of people, you tell them that, you know, eating and living a certain way is an option. Mm-hmm. They probably don't choose it. They right. take the pill, they take the cream, whatever.
1: Or wait till something happens. Yeah. Like but yeah.
0: Yeah. But I I was the person that I wanted that information. Yeah. You know? And totally. Yeah, I just felt like I was robbed of it. And yeah. from there sparked a, a whole nother quest into mm-hmm. learning more about it yep. and learning how important what you put in your body mm-hmm. is to your health. Yep. And
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's funny because so the last episode that I recently recorded is on food and it's about the beliefs of food. So basically just like anything else vibrationally, the belief that you have of something you're putting into your body is how it will affect you, right? So the other day I had Pop-Tarts and I was talking about this on the podcast because it had been years, but I was just testing the waters with myself. They were vegan, but I was like, okay, is this true? Like if I'm at a vibrational high, something I put into my body will keep me at this vibrational place. But that being said, I know that inherently as a human, for me, and for you as well, obviously, eating or digesting the energy of something that once lived and had to die for me to ingest it just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And you talk about this ease and this flow, and we've talked about this before and we talked about it on your podcast, but for anyone who hasn't experienced it or even has an idea of what we're talking about. It's just like something has lifted. It just makes sense. So when you're eating these plants from the earth that were created with the sun and the soil, it's just this deeper feeling of connectedness. And when we did our juice cleanse, you and I were like, (laughs) Pat and I did a juice cleanse together and we were texting and we're like, this is so weird. Like this connection to like,
0: the universe is so real right now. That was next level. Yeah. That was next level. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the same, just like you said, the old you would have been like, okay, Pat, right? Yeah, you, The same hippie, with me. Yeah. Like college athlete, we'd stop at McDonald's after. Yeah. And that's the norm. Like eating these burgers and these pizzas after, it's just like, but that I feel like making the switch to plant-based is always, like you said, just opening doors to so many things on your path. So that was kind of... So was that the first step on kind of, oh, this whole other paradigm in my life is a possibility? Is that when you kind of started to be like, oh, I could write a book or I could open this restaurant? Is that kind of what started that all of that momentum? Um. Or what was the timeline for all of those things? Yeah, I
0: think like... I guess I've always, like, I've always had a confidence in myself Mm -hmm. to an extent when it comes to, um, what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. And I give a lot of that, I definitely give a lot of that credit to my parents, Mm -hmm. but also to sports. Mm. Um, you know, every sport I played, I was, you know, the point guard or the quarterback Mm -hmm. or some, I I just, I'm used to kind of taking risk Mm -hmm. and, um, sort of shouldering the loss or the win that comes with that. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's just how I've always been. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of already on an entrepreneurial path at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, was was in the process of starting a brewery when all this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what it did for me um, and what sort of eat green, make green originally meant mm-hmm. was that as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. what i was putting in my body Mm -hmm. like like this new plant-based thing i Mm -hmm. found was like performance enhancing drugs Mm -hmm. it was like i was like why isn't everybody doing this like i don't need coffee as much anymore like i'm so focused like i don't get tired like Mm -hmm. it was just like this wild new level that unlocked Mm -hmm. um but i think the bigger thing that sort of sparked this this path was Mm -hmm. It just made me question things that I always knew to be true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody. I never thought it would be possible to mm-hmm. not have animal products yep. in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And it just made me, it, it connected me to the bigger picture where every choice I made, yep. I thought about not only its effect on me, but mm-hmm. its effect on the world. Mm-hmm. And just that awareness and in, in like going plant based is just like a step where you like sit down when you sit down to a meal. it's like you're 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 conscious you know you're you're you know that the decision you're making mm-hmm. has an impact on yeah. on your health and and other things mm-hmm. and then that kind of sort of you know goes out into other parts of your life Mm -hmm. where you start thinking about that stuff and and questioning what you've always felt to be true. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And kind of making a shift in this conversation onto being an entrepreneur, you kind of alluded to it already, but as the quarterback and the point guard, and now as an entrepreneur, you're dealing with big wins, but also losses. And you're dealing with excitement, but also fear. So how do you we'll get into kind of the books and the restaurants and everything, but mm. how did you when you first started, because I think a lot of people listening are starting their exciting journey as an entrepreneur doing their own thing, how did you navigate or how do you now still navigate resistance and fear and the what ifs
0: yeah
1: um because your confidence yeah. you i can your confidence is something I love about you, like you just do it, you do it, you know what you want to do, and you do it. <laughs> is it just a matter of kind of hearing the, well, what if, and just being like, thanks, I hear you. I'm just going to do this though.
0: Yeah. It's just, um, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, I'm just, ai just, I, I am exactly a doer mm-hmm. and, um, I, it sparked like a, a, a thought to like my, my relationship with my girlfriend. It's mm-hmm. like, Every decision she makes, mm-hmm. she puts a lot of thought into mm-hmm. and takes her time mm-hmm. and ends up, like, making the right call, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, because, yeah. Because she's given so a lot methodical. of thought to it. Yeah. Right? But, but when I, like, all I need is, like, the, the sort of the, the thought mm-hmm. and then, okay, like, do I want to pursue this? Mm-hmm. And it's just a very quick, like, I'm doing it, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. as soon as I tell myself I'm going to do it... Mm-hmm um, I just see it through, you know, and Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like reckless, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I am logical when it comes to those decisions. And I'm like, I believe this will work. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a, I just go. And I've found that in every area of my life, whenever that fear Mm -hmm. comes up where I'm questioning whether I can do something Mm -hmm. or not, or I'm, you know, I'm scared to do something. Mm -hmm. I know when I get that, that, feeling in the stomach Mm -hmm. that that's exactly the direction I need to go. Like mm -hmm. you feel that like almost like you're standing like on a balcony, Mm -hmm. you know, 30 floors up and you get that gut feeling. And I've just learned to say yes to it Mm -hmm. every time. And um, yeah. And I experienced that a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. but those are, and then once you like say yes to that thing and you realize it was not like yeah. Why was I even worried about mm-hmm. this? Like it was not that bad at yeah. all. It sort of just unlo- unlocks this like next level of confidence, right? Yes. And yep. the things you start saying yes to are scarier and scarier. But yes. you, you've you you've grown to you know get to that point. Yes. So yeah, I've just learned to say yes to things I'm scared to. Wow. Yeah.
1: I, we could end the episode on that. Was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, because you describe it so perfectly, like. It's funny because I used to have really bad anxiety. And it's so funny because even situations like this, you and I are very good friends, but come here, it's kind of like, okay, so it's in oh, person, please. And, oh, but, please. It's, <laughs> but it's so funny because you still get that feeling, though, right? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like, okay, all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I agree. It's going to be fine. And I'm so glad you pointed out, though, that it unlocks a next level because as you're, quote unquote, up leveling, especially from a vibrational standpoint, mm-hmm. It's nice to know that there will be other challenges and it's going to be the same thing because the bigger you get and the more you open your mind and the more you uplevel yourself truly, the bigger the challenges, right? And it just continues to be when fear knocks, just go in the door and just do it. And you, without even knowing it, just described like the process of being clear-minded, having an inspiration come from God or the universe, whatever, and taking action because the more you wait, so you can you can definitely think about it and analyze it and figure out if that's right, but then you have to be aware of resistance if it creeps in because mm-hmm. like you said, that fear that, oh my God, I'm, I feel like I'm standing on top of a building and looking over, that's just the fear of doing something new. That's so different than a wrong in your gut kind of feeling. And you just have to go there
0: yeah you just have to go there <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you feel that it's a good thing yes yeah, yeah. Bruce Springsteen
1: mm-hmm. says the day that I stop getting butterflies before going on stage is the day I stop performing mm-hmm. love that because it's like okay that, yeah. if the boss gets <laughs> gets butterflies still totally. then so we talked a little bit before the podcast started, but of course, we're going to bring this to manifesting, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and visions and being clear mm. on visions and how to make them happen. So, after you graduated college, or what was actually when did the book idea start
0: to become like a reality for you? Um, not until so I think it was uh, it was 2015, mm-hmm. mid. It was like beginning of 2015 Mm -hmm. after I had had that experience with my diet. Okay. Um, And again, just that, that why wasn't I ever told this? Mm -hmm. And just that deep feeling and I felt like it was a responsibility Mm -hmm. to, you know, make people aware of my story and make people aware of, you know plant-based eating mm-hmm. and, and what it can do for you. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I I quit what I was doing at the time. Oh, and I didn't just know that. Literally, yeah, just literally six months of just, like, you know, reading nutrition studies mm-hmm. and, like, actually learning all the science, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And just vomiting a book. Yes. And that was... Yes. <laughs> and it was really probably the one time in my life where... <laughs> like I look back and I'm like, how did I just bang that out? Like I, yeah. I was just like a possessed channel, you know, oh just God, like, yeah. just jamming through it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Six so months?
1: you wrote it in six months. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. Yeah. Cool.
0: It's not a super long one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But
1: I'm not terribly
0: long winded, yeah. you know, I'm just like to the point, yeah. but yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
1: When did you get the idea? Do you remember? Were you do you remember like where you were sitting or what you were doing and you just had the idea, or did you always kind you of know, know you'd want to write a book? Uh,
0: yeah, I think I had like but I felt like I didn't really have anything to write about. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, and I had a buddy who had like published a bunch of books on Amazon mm-hmm. and um, you know, had had done like reasonably well for publish- self-publishing mm-hmm. a book on Amazon. So, like, in the back of my mind, I had that thought, too. I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, publish a book on yeah. Amazon. And, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so, there's, like, that aspect, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just, I felt like I needed to do it. Yeah. You know? hmm Needed to share it. Yeah. You got yeah. the call from the universe and you yeah. took it. Totally.
1: So, when did the restaurant and the podcast, how did that all fit in t- into all of this and... How do you do it all? Those are two big questions. Let's just break it down to when did the restaurant and the podcast come into the picture?
0: So I write the book. Yep. I, at the same time, so like I really, during that time, like during the process of writing Mm -hmm. it too, like I am, I'm just learning so much, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, like I actually know how to read a nutrition study Mm. and I can determine myself if you know, it's legit. Mm-hmm. If like, you know, the people they took were, you know, unhealthy to begin with. Mm-hmm. So like adding that in, you know, like I just, I know the tricks too. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gathering all this knowledge. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I have the book that this is great. Like, yeah. you know, let's get that out there, but how can I impact people more? Mm-hmm. Right. So I had all this and I just wanted to share it with mm-hmm. people. So it's like, all right, let me get into like, some health coaching. Like, like I had done some personal training after college. Mm-hmm. So like I had like a good group of people like on the South shore that I could reach out to mm-hmm. that I had previously, you know, told to eat meat and lift weights. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, I'm sorry, I but I have that. this new information. <laughs> yeah. Like if you'd like to hear me out, yeah. like, yeah. you know, let's, let's get a coffee, yeah. you know? And I literally did that yeah. with a few people. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I wanted to just like start working with people mm-hmm. Um, and just getting them to agree to like, you know, do this for six weeks with Mm -hmm. me, you know, like I'll totally hold your hand. We'll do it. We'll, Mm -hmm. we'll, you know, if you don't change your life, like I'd be super surprised, you know, I was, you know, I was in that phase where I was so passionate and I just wanted the, wanted people to experience like this new thing I was experiencing. yeah Um, and what killed me was no matter how much information I gave people, Mm -hmm. No matter how much I went to the, you know, to Whole Foods and you know, shopped with them and mm-hmm. held their hand and, yeah. and you know, put them on this path mm-hmm. right to success, yep. um, that most people were not going to stick with it long term. Mm. Um, that's what I began to see over the next, you know, six months or so. Do you know why that was? Just. Um, You know, at the end of the day, what it came down to, Mm -hmm. I think, is just convenience. I knew you were going to say it. And I felt like I was just kind of like, you know, putting all this effort in and Mm -hmm. not changing people's lives. Yeah. And it was frustrating. Mm -hmm. And people that, you know, like family members, that I'm just like, come on, you know, like this Mm -hmm. is like, this is the keys to the castle. Like I'm giving it to you, (laughs) you know? Right. Right, Yep. Like I just want, you know, selfishly because I want you like my family and friends around and and to be, you know, thriving. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, no matter how much I gave, Mm -hmm. um, the majority of people weren't going to stick with it Mm -hmm. unless it was convenient and unless, you know, they didn't need to sacrifice their social life mm. or, 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 the dinner parties on mm. Saturday night and things like that. You know, I was working with like a lot of social moms yes. and yeah. I, like, and that's their night out and yeah. I get it, you right. know, and I get it. So, um, and then, you know, on top of that, like traveling and having this, you know, newfound way of living mm-hmm. and going to a place like LA mm-hmm. and, or, or, New York yeah. or Portland, Oregon mm-hmm. and, it being very normal mm-hmm. and convenient there yeah, right. um, or much more convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing that not here in Boston, mm-hmm. um, you know, I felt like was a problem. Yeah. You know, how, how can I make it convenient for people mm-hmm. and fun and they don't mm-hmm. have to give up anything. Yes. You can go drink your beers mm-hmm. and have your wine and have your night out with your mm-hmm. spouse yep. and still, you know, and still eat better yeah. and still, you know, enjoy all the things you want um, and, and do it in a, in a healthier way. Yeah, so, so. And that's what sparked the restaurant. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> in, in short. Yes. Or in long. Yes. Well, perfect, because <clears throat> it's a good example of
1: you were trying to help these people and then it wasn't working. And instead of being like, F it, you know what, this is working for me, but whatever other people don't have to do it you were like okay this isn't working in that sense how can I make it work in a different manner what can I learn from this contrast how can I take this and go from there and that's that's another important part of like being an entrepreneur when something doesn't work instead of seeing that problem you see the solution so now you are like I have it I have the solution I'm going to start this restaurant and I know because we have talked about it before but getting into how you started to visualize this, and I know you wrote it in your notebooks, and if you could tell us a little bit about how you clarified your vision and you worked on... Did you know about manifesting when you started all of this? So... Or what did you do? I didn't
0: call it that. Yeah. I had ways of reaching my goals. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about it in the way I now think about it. Yeah, It was more like write down your goals, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, write them down every day Mm -hmm. um, and just move towards that goal. Mm -hmm. And again, I think, like, I've done that a lot throughout my life Mm -hmm. where, and again, it's weird how many times I come back to sports, but it, like, like really was, when I think about it, it was, like, a big thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, the goal until I was 22 years old Mm -hmm. was, you know, be the best athlete win, you know, like it was a very clear goal. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was just a massive help to like just setting goals and going after it and realizing it might take 20 years. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, if Mm -hmm. something doesn't go right, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you, you know, quote, you know, for example, lose a game. Like you don't just like stop. Right. Like you just keep going towards the goal. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah so at the time, it was as simple as writing goals down mm-hmm. um, and then probably it's probably been about a year mm-hmm. yeah maybe, maybe a year and a half, yeah, to when I started really getting into manifestation mm-hmm. and <clears throat> developing like a real system mm-hmm. to achieving things I want, yeah. Um and I can get it. I can get tell us oh, totally I right <laughs> My job is So <laughs> I'm just like yes, yes, please. So <laughs> totally starts for me with with just crystal clear on what I want. Mm. Um, I have right now six goals mm-hmm. that you know I write. I, you know I get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I have my coffee or my matcha, mm-hmm. and I sit down and like I'm a big like. Mornings are chill. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yes. how I roll. Same, yep. I never rush out of bed. Like, and again, like, you know, people who are listening that have jobs and you know whatever that they need to get to, you mm-hmm. know, I always like to stress that you know I I get to do that because I've made choices yeah. to do that. I choose right to wake up slow. Yep, and have my tea or my coffee mm-hmm. and do this. Yeah, and you can do yes. <laughs> <laughs> So it starts with, you know, and my my goals change all the time. Mm-hmm. Not really the big picture goals, mm-hmm. but sort of certain things along the way. Mm-hmm. But six goals right now, mm-hmm. I, you know, write them down one to six. Yep. Um, and then usually, I usually spend about an hour. So I actually, before that, I kind of write down my daily, mm-hmm. like what I need to get done that day. Okay. Uh, and, and just check off, yep. which is kind of like you know, just basic to do stuff to get to some of these goals or or things I need to do. Then I write down the six goals Mm -hmm. very clear on the day, you know, finish my coffee, Mm -hmm. chill out a bit, Mm -hmm. and then comes the meditation part. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I don't like to sit up when I meditate. Mm -hmm. I know that's like what's recommended I think it's actually not better
1: or worse for you either way as long as your excuse me spine is straight but if you think you're gonna fall asleep then yeah um yeah I generally have just (laughs) had coffee or (laughs) or tea so like like I'm good I feel like it's deeper for me because I'm not worried about like my body but yes go on
0: yeah so um lay my back on my yoga mat Mm -hmm. um and I sort of combine something I learned from Wim Hof Mm -hmm. with some things i've learned from like a dispensa Mm -hmm. um and some other people Mm -hmm. um but it starts with me laying down taking 30 deep breaths Mm -hmm. um kind of like full in and then just let it go Mm -hmm. um so not long in long out but just full in let it go 30 breaths Mm -hmm. um and then after that 30th breath I do, you know, a body scan, a body check, Mm -hmm. you know, from my head all the way down to my toes, all the way back up. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I picture the room I'm in. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, just picture me in space, Mm -hmm. you know, like I I try to look down on myself Uh and kind of see myself on the, on the mat in that space. Um, then I, I do another 30 breaths mm-hmm. uh something i do do too on the on the uh last breath on mm-hmm. the 30th breath yeah. again this is a wim hof technique yeah on the last breath you know you let it out and i do this as i'm kind of scanning my body mm-hmm. um and i usually finish scanning my body by the time i actually inhale again mm-hmm. so it's it's holding your breath still and not taking another breath mm-hmm. for i don't know how long it is yeah. i don't know like a minute until i need to take a breath Yeah, and then i take a big massive breath Mm -hmm. and hold it in yep um i don't know probably 20 30 seconds let it go yep um anyway then i do the the second 30 after that first uh sort of round yep and then after the second 30 i do the body scan again Mm -hmm. i do the the room scan again yep and then i get into the actual like manifesting so those six goals that i've written down Mm -hmm. crystal clear Mm -hmm. in my mind Mm -hmm. they're you know on paper Mm -hmm. like they're real you know and i just go one by one through the six and um picture myself in the scenario of when those things happen Mm. and like right now one is opening the restaurant yeah and um one is opening 10. So, I, pi- I literally picture myself like with the mayor, like yeah. cutting the ribbon in yeah. front of the restaurant. I picture myself doing a podcast on the stage mm-hmm. with like an interesting guest. Mm-hmm. I picture the place full. I pick, like, I just, and I feel it. And yes. it's, I feel it. That's the key, mm-hmm. right? As we, know, the key. We- yes. <laughs> As we know. And we, yes. As we know. And just feeling that like sense of accomplishment and just loving that, you mm-hmm. know? And then, uh, Yeah, and then picturing up, picturing the the Instagram post. That's something I do a lot, actually, Mm -hmm. is picture the Instagram post of me accomplishing that thing. Oh, I like that. Which is kind of just a, it's easy, even the caption. I even get into, like, when I write the caption, I'm so excited to write, like, the restaurant's open or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so I kind of cycle through all my goals. Mm -hmm. And... You know, the whole sort of process is usually like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, towards the end, I just thank, mm-hmm. you know, sort of the, the universe mm-hmm. for all of those things that I've accomplished, yeah. that I have, I speak in the, the terms of I've already accomplished mm-hmm. them, you know, that I just saw myself accomplish. yeah, And I just thank the universe for Mm -hmm. it. And then slowly, you know, come out of it and go about my day. Yeah. As that person. Yeah. So good. (laughs) (laughs) I did not pay him to say all this. This is so
1: perfect. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So one thing really funny, actually, that you said just a small thing out of all of that, but first of all, I feel really connected during my meditations when I do the big breath in,
0: big breath out.
1: When I'm, I don't know why, void of breath, I feel so connected
0: and my mind stops. Do you feel like that? When when you're when you're not breathing, yeah. I mean, when you're yes. still. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I think like yeah, that is by far that that's when I'm I'm there, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And I think like that that breathing those breathing techniques just they're kind of just a fast track to like get me to that place, yeah. Um, Instead of kind of just laying down and you know starting the body scan, mm-hmm. like the breaths just catapult me there. Yeah, bringing so me into the body yeah. so you can scan it. Yeah,
1: for sure. And I like that you said that you do. You're visualizing yourself in that room because that takes you out of your body and that brings you into a different reality because. For so long when I was meditating, I would be in my body still, in my body, in myself, in my moment. And when you're still identifying with your now self, you can't be in the visualizations of that future self and you can't Mm. get yourself up to speed vibrationally or how you feel with those things. So I'm glad you said that because it is important once you get the hang of meditating or you've kind of had that little feel of being one with something greater than yourself that you do play around with it. And you start to be like, okay, so this is what it would be like to take a step back from myself. And then from there, maybe stepping into this person that I've become. And our brains literally don't know the difference. You probably, you, you know this, of course, like, especially as an athlete, when you're an athlete, you consistently picture yourself hitting that basket, scoring that goal, saving that goal, getting that touchdown, because that's just setting yourself up. Your brain doesn't know the difference between, oh, this is happening in my head and this is happening on the field, just as it doesn't know if you're actually going to be in reality doing the Instagram posts and cutting the ribbon. So when you do that, you literally set yourself up for that reality. So have you had any that you can think of off the top of your head, big moments that you've already brought to fruition in our physical reality from this technique or from a similar technique?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, one is what it was, mm-hmm. um, raising money for what I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, here I am, you know, quit, quit what I was doing, spent six months, like, you know, living off of what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no money, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, you know, where I am mm-hmm. and <laughs> here I am, I'm going to, I'm just going to, you know, open this restaurant, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like okay. yeah, it's like, but at the same time, it's like, I, you know, you know, I know it's possible. Yes. Right. And I just believe like, another thing I didn't mention is mm-hmm. when I decide on something, mm-hmm. a goal, mm-hmm. I tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. I literally go tell it to people, mm-hmm. you know, you live it. I live it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I go, you know, when I'm with friends, mm-hmm. you know, in the, when it's just like, I've just decided. Yes. I'm going to open a restaurant. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, just straight up, you know, yep. to my parents, going to open a restaurant. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anybody, you know. Yes. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, I say it, like, out loud. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. And then. Being that person. Yeah. And, yeah. and not only from the the sort of meditation and manifestation mm-hmm. side, but just telling other people and having the confidence to tell other people. Mm-hmm people help you out, yeah, you know? Yeah. And all these things start to connect that mm-hmm. if I didn't tell, you know, the person I saw Friday night mm-hmm. that I was doing this, yeah. they wouldn't have connected me to the person who is now my chef. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and yeah. just things like that, that just start to align just because you decided, you said it, and and you just went after yeah. it. Well, um, yeah, I mean, th- that's probably been the biggest one to date where, you know, I just pictured getting this group of people together mm-hmm. and um, getting enough to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, and not, at the again, at the time, like not having any freaking idea mm-hmm. how that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to. Yep. It didn't happen the way I pictured it. Mm. But it happened. Yes. Um, and I, I think that's another big one where mm-hmm. all, when these things do happen... It's never how you picture it, Mm -hmm. but just the fact that you pictured it (laughs) (laughs) and you went after it, you know, it, it never appears as you thought it would Yes, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, absolutely. From my experience. Yep. I
1: agree. And I, because especially if you were focusing on the how so much that when you get that one how in your head, it takes off the table all of the possibilities that are the ones that are going to bring you that that you want and it's so important like you said to believe like you, you you didn't have the money and you you just believed and you consistently stayed being true to the person who did have the money and being that person who is opening the restaurant and that's so important because it can feel difficult at times but you just have to start slowly easing into how does it feel to tell this person I'm opening a restaurant and then you're kind of like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, really? And you're like, yep, I just said it. So I guess so. Yeah. Um, but it can be scary at, at the beginning, but then you just get the hang of being that person and it's so fun. It's fun. It's It's totally fun. Like when you think about it, when you're like, I get to just decide my life. Yeah. Like I get to create it. Yeah. And before we started this interview, Pat and I were talking about how we both had experience where Neera, like we didn't have money, and we didn't stress about it. We just were like, wow, I have no money, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, like, what's up, Source? Like, what's going on, Universe? And I got a check in the mail the other day, and if you want to tell that story about because I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So back in, when I was kind of going through this whole, like trying to get money together Mm -hmm. and no income at the time, nothing like it was, this is back in January Mm -hmm. and I, you know, don't know how I'm going to pay rent, Mm -hmm. you know, don't know how I'm going to make it happen. Um, and yeah, I just towards the end of January, like, you know, literally a week left. And I'm sort of at that point, like I'm, I'm very much into manifestation at Mm -hmm. the time and I'm, I have surrendered to, yeah. <laughs> to knowing that it's all going to mm-hmm. happen and work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, <laughs> you know, again, like Courtney thinks I'm freaking batshit crazy. And she's like, you, like, you know, there's like a week in the month. And I'm like, ah, it's like a thousand bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> It'll come. And they're like, how? And you're like, I don't know. But it's like, but it's like I know like the flip side of that, like. The stress and the worrying and spending like, you know, all that energy worrying. Yeah. Isn't going to bring anything. Isn't so. going to bring it. Yeah. And it's not going to help me solve it. Right. In <laughs> any way. Right. You know? So, yeah. and yeah, like I literally got my birthday's at the beginning of January. So I got like, you know, some, th- some money from like family and whatnot, like early in the month. Um, but it's. You know, not what I needed. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then at the end of the month, literally, I got, like, a a card from Courtney's grandparents mm-hmm. who they didn't put a stamp on the original one. Mm-hmm. So it got sent back to them in Maine. And then it comes, like, that one week I need it, Honestly. you know. yeah. And then on top of that, I got a check in the mail mm-hmm. from somebody I had previously um, helped, helped their kid, you know try a Mm plant-based diet and and go plant-based for a few months. And uh, it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. And experiences like that just reaffirms that, Mm -hmm. you know, that belief. Mm -hmm. And just that, like, I just know it's all going to work out. Mm -hmm. And it's just a knowingness that is calming. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it's funny because
1: when I first started being like, okay, I'm going to trust and I'm going to be calm and all of this stuff. It's one of those things where what's the worst that can happen? Like I have two choices right now. The money Say the money's not coming in either way. I can either be really happy during this time of the money not coming in and just trusting that something's going on to benefit me in some way, or be worrying and stressed. So it's like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't come and I'm happy, instead of it doesn't come and I'm sad. Like Love that. You yeah. Know? It's so true.
0: It's like <laughs> it's like yeah, just the the worrying and the stress in every situation. Yeah. Does not help.
1: Yeah. And if you were to take action from so You have this moment of, all right, so you're trusting, you're trusting, you're trusting. It's getting close. And then you're like, shit, I haven't made it. Then you get stressed and then you take action. Then you're taking action from this horrible place anyways, which isn't going to get you anywhere good Mm. anyways. So it does take a little practice to, like you said, surrender. But it's one of those things where it's so simple that sometimes it's just baffling that It just takes being really happy. And if that means not focusing on money because that's what's causing me friction and focusing on going for a walk and something really easy that makes me happy and that allows me to bring it in, then so be it. Mm. So I think we're getting kind of to time. We covered so much good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already like, okay, episode two with hat on. Um, But at the end of the episode, I always like to ask if you have a quote or a phrase or kind of a motto that you live by or that you want to share with everyone to kind of sum up how you do life that everyone can take away from this.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, no harm done. Mm. No harm done. And uh, yeah, what I mean by that is just the decisions I make every day mm. that I'm not causing harm to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not causing harm to anybody else Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not causing harm to anything else in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, that's more of like a goal, Mm -hmm. you know, no harm done. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there's going to be things that you unknowingly do harm Mm -hmm. to, you -hmm. know, Um, in kind of the world we live in, Mm -hmm. but that being the goal. And yeah, yeah no harm done is the motto. I yeah. I love
1: that. It's such a nice basis because at the end of the day, you can say, did I do my best to just cause no harm? And it, if that's the best that happens, I remember you posted one time really quickly, you posted one time about how sometimes when you're striving for these things, there will be just lulls of like these days where you just have to get into bed and say, what is the what is the biggest goal from today? Even if it's that I got out of bed, if that's your biggest goal, then so be it, you know? And I love that that could be anyone's goal. Did I practice Ahimsa and withdraw from everything that's causing harm? And, oh, I just love that. I could go on on. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And before we wrap up, tell us where to find you, where to find information about the restaurant. I'll put in the show notes and everything, but just a little recap of where you're at.
0: Yeah, Cool at eat green, make green on Instagram. That's probably the place I spend most time. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat McCauley on Facebook, um, eat is mm-hmm. like my personal website where my podcast is and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then rewild, uh, is at eat rewild, um, across social media, mm-hmm. um, and eatrewild.com. rewild.com. Cool. And yeah. where will the restaurant be? It'll be in Quincy Center. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be our first one in Quincy Center. Cool, yep.
1: which is just yep. south of Boston, for anyone who does not know where that is. So. Right on the
0: red line. Yep. 15 minutes from South Station in Boston. Yep.
1: So good. Well, thank you so much, Pat, for coming on. It that, was a joy.
0: Yeah, thank you. And, and, you know, again, like, you're a massive part of, like, my evolution with this this whole manifestation and just surrendering and all that um so thank you and uh yeah cool yeah very much appreciate it yeah i appreciate you (laughs) 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 thank you so much